there an old saying or something? I think it goes, I wish there was a hole for me to climb into. There yet in exploration and education and anime. I'm your anime idiot, Patrick Dugan. I'm an anime expert, D. Hollander. And I'm Brennan McCullough. Your anime Kilroy was here. Huh? I know that one. That's an old me. That's, <laughs> I mean, technically. That's what it's classified as on Wikipedia when I looked it up just to make sure I wasn't being an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> uh, see, I, knowing Brendan, I was like, this is an old reference. But hearing Kilroy, I was like, how old? Is this a Styx reference? No, older. <laughs> but okay. also kind of. Yeah, I when I was, in, uh, I was in a sociology of media course last semester, and we talked about memes, and they started as like a way to describe something in genetics, I think, and then it just went from there. <laughs> Yeah, and I was like... The, uh, uh, and now we're in a hellscape. Thanks, geneticists. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> this is your fault. You could have prevented the Numa Numa guy. But no, here we are. Nothing could have prevented the Numa Numa guy. He's too powerful. <laughs> in every dimension. He's the Alpha and the Omega. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. He has nothing to do with this episode. <laughs> no. Oh, you leave I him out of the Well, <laughs> we'll see. Uh... Yeah, uh, so we are watching uh, a recommendation from someone that uh, is not in front of me at the moment, and I'm going to just keep vamping until I pull it up, because A-O. I don't really want to edit A-O. this part out. That's fine. Here Let's we see are. Who gets it first? Evan. From Evan, yes, thank you. Don't know just if there's Evan. a last name. It just says Evan. I don't know Evan where... Evan and Brendan for pulling Don't know where Thanks, this Evan. came from. <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, this is... This seems like a chill show. Uh, uh, It seems like a chill, post-apocalyptic, just gals exploring the (laughs) wasteland. Hold on. I feel like the chill part was uh, knocked out by the post-apocalyptic part. Nah. No? Eh, We'll see. We'll see. Uh, On surface level it seems like uh just chilling in the apocalypse but i guess what? we'll find out well, uh we never know what sort of like horny mole people there are what oh, god wait did you also watch centaur world <laughs> not that far i guess uh, oh no. <laughs> never mind <laughs> also you didn't say the name of the show i don't know if you meant to Oh, uh, sorry. Uh, it's a uh, girl's last tour. Sorry, completely glossed past it. Uh, <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> Once again, I we got win. distracted by the apocalypse. You know, just the 2020 <laughs> mood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're thriving here in our own little apocalypse. Uh, but is this a show that was on either of your radars? No, I've never heard of it. And when you said the title, I was like, "Is this about like a girl band going yeah. on tour?" That's what and I. And then thought. I looked it up, and I was like, "No, nope." <laughs> I think me and Dan had the same experience. <laughs> yeah, seems like tour in the military sense, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. the like the promotional poster. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> That's not what I thought at all. Because it's just brown and gritty. Yeah, I was expecting another show by rock. Yeah. And this is more show by gun. <laughs> show of show, show by rock, but like rocks. 
<laughs> but, but like actual like <laughs> cracking someone's skull with a rock, Lord of the Fly style. Show by yeah. rubble. <laughs> the decay I of civilization do. rocks. I do love a, a post-apocalyptic story, though. Like, mm-hmm. well, this won't be a dystopia, I don't think, probably, but mm-hmm. who knows? We love Adventure I, Time here. <laughs> we love Adventure Time. I love the Hunger Games. Don't even get me started. But we can't go down that road again. <laughs> yeah, I I am huge into post-apocalyptic stuff. Uh, uh, Fallout was like my awakening of mm-hmm. like, ooh, I, I can like my own things. Interesting. <laughs> Uh, I specifically remember at a birthday party, uh, I was having a sleepover when I got Fallout 3 as a gift, mm. and then I started playing it, and I was like, oh, I kind of just want everyone to go home. <laughs> this, game now. This, is, this is it now. This is the party. Uh, so, yeah, that, that was me immediately being like, oh, I'm in too deep. Uh, <laughs> this, this is a rabbit hole I'll be going down for decades. Uh, but yeah, so... Yeah, this is a show that came out 2017, I believe, so mm. kind of fresh. Mm. Uh, 12 episodes out, but uh, yeah, seems chill. We don't really know much about it, so I guess we'll we'll uh, dive on in. Yeah. yeah. Vibes, the vibes. Mm. This was inter- the vibes. They were there. They were a touch off at times. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but they were there. Huh? Yeah. Uh, who who could have thought uh, you could find a uh, 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 immediate? I started that sentence being like, <laughs> "Yeah, that camping." I know anime, where this is. Going. I know what I'm talking about. Halfway through, is like, "No, you don't." We are <laughs> crumbling. Uh, we are as crumbling as the city that uh, they are exploring. But hey, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yep. Uh, so uh, we start out episode one, real easy this week. Three characters total to track. Yeah. Ooh, we'll see. <laughs> you say that now. Two of them only have one syllable in their name. You say yep. that now. <laughs> uh, we got our our two main girls. Uh, we have Chi and Yu. Mm-hmm. Chi is the the intellectual. I guess she's the leader. I don't know. Yu is like the dumb himbo, mm-hmm. <laughs> herbo. Uh, but yeah. Uh, so it is basic premise. These two girls. Exploring a post-apocalyptic city. Are they le- the last two people in in the world? I just said there's a third character. So, <laughs> uh, but <laughs> spoiled myself. Uh, as far as they know, uh, that's where they're at. There was some war at some point in the past. Don't worry about it. <laughs> it's over. Maybe? Yeah. Okay. I had the uh, bingo card for this show. I only checked off one box. I was ready for that info dump, and it really never came. Mm. Yeah, yeah, uh, just a a really, well, we'll just get into it, because uh, as we're like, yeah, no info dump, refreshing. Anyway, here's an info dump, as we explained <laughs> it to you. Um, so we open on an abandoned factory. We see just all these pipes and just dripping water, and it's just a massive complex, and we, we hear a rumbling mm. as a... a motorcycle tank tread thing i want one so bad Uh, (laughs) it's a beefed up moped yeah like the aesthetic of this show is like post 
post-apocalyptic World War II, basically. Uh, mm. So we have like a little uh, motorcycle front that has like a little wagon with tank treads. Uh, it's uh, so good. I want it so bad. Um, <laughs> and just two girls just driving through this factory, just climbing up stairs, just trying to make their way through. Um, uh, you uh, keep saying like how dark it is. Uh, but she is like, yeah, we, uh, we should really save our lantern fuel. We're low. Besides, our eyes are so adjusted to the dark. We've been in this factory forever. Uh, we, we don't know how uh, blinded we're going to be by any form of light. So we'll we'll just keep rolling. Um, so they keep going through and they're like, yeah, we've been in here in a while. Whose stupid idea was this? <laughs> they keep, like, blaming each other. Like, yeah, you wanted to go in here. No, you wanted to. Um, and uh, they say they're running low on supplies, uh, so they really got to get out of here soon. Because uh, it's an old abandoned factory. There's not many resources that they can pull from, so they got to get back to the main city. Mm. Um, Before they, like, were talking about that they chose to go in there, I was a touch worried that this was, like, the world now that like yeah. they have to be inside because outside is contaminated or something. So I was like, Oh, this might be boring. <laughs> if this is the only location. It's like, Oh boy. Yeah. Every so I'm glad that it wasn't. Yeah. Every background is just black and pipes and that's it. <laughs> All, <laughs> the visual element you have gray and black. Cool. Nice. <laughs> um, but as they're rumbling through, uh, you falls asleep. So she is like, all right, that's a good sign that we should stop and set up camp. And uh, as she's like setting up, she's like, oh, I'm so hungry, but we don't have much food. I'll just sleep it off. So as she's dreaming, we get flashbacks to the war. I don't or some sort of just like military action. I don't know if it is like the end of the world as uh, it's the end of the world as they know it, but uh, <laughs> what are you going to say? Sorry, I it. I had to. Ariane, um, you'll get your check. Yeah, it's in the mail. Uh, uh, but yeah, we just see like military action, mobilization, trucks moving, and then she wakes up. Um, so uh, she wakes up with like tears in her eyes. Obviously, there's some painful memories there. You know, war. Uh, <laughs> you know. But... As she wakes up, she sees that you is like chewing on her sleeve in her sleep, uh, 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 chewing on Chi's sleeve. So uh, she's just like, it's stuffed in her face. Chi has to like wrestle it out and it's all slimy and gross. Uh, but pulling back, she's like, oh, cool. Uh, your saliva is on my hand. Great. <laughs> but with that moisture on her hand, she's like, oh. I can feel a breeze. Hey, you, wake up, you dumb idiot. You helped us find the way out. <laughs> um, dumb drooling toddler. <laughs> uh, so they now have a method of actually charting where they're going. They're just following the breeze to, uh, you know, wind, which is typically outside. Um, so as they keep following it, they keep uh, just going around in circles, just trying to find the path. And they finally find the exit. Uh, they uh, find the light of day is coming through. And they burst out. And, oh, the light of day was nighttime. 
Hell it yeah. was so pitch black inside that the light of the stars and the moon was enough for them to be like, ah, oh, this is blinding. I don't, uh, when the sun comes up, we're going to die if this is our <laughs> new level of light exposure. Um, so, yeah, they see just a, a, a sty full of scars. God, I am so... <laughs> I mean, they got bad eyes. They might have a sty in there. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, very bad air. Um, so, yeah, they go out, see all the stars over a destroyed city, and everything is still and beautiful. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're like, all right, cool, let's celebrate with soup. It's our last can. We might as well put it to use. Uh, so they have a celebratory meal and just stare up at the stars. And that's end of segment one. They drive see the night sky and say soup time soup's on <laughs> i love it. that that's my ideal evening mm-hmm. i'll say yeah. with both of the characters they have kind of like simplified faces um you's got like long like oval i don't know what to describe it as like it reminded me a lot of like yeah, Manga Dio. aesthetic yeah mm-hmm. um and when they wake up and uh she pulls her hand out the amount of detail on her hand covered in saliva was jarring for a second yeah, <laughs> like when it zooms cool. in i was like oh my god because their faces are so simple and everything else like the environment and background stuff very detailed very beautiful and stuff but like they themselves or at least their faces are pretty simplified so i was kind of like oh oh that caught me off guard it reminded me of made in abyss i yeah a lot of made in abyss vibes from this show overall hmm. uh so yeah we start our next segment uh they're out in the ruins it's starting to snow and they are practicing target practice, or you is practicing target practice, because, as they say in a second, uh, Chi doesn't carry a gun. Uh, so they are just doing target practice, keeping your skills up, and uh, you is like, yeah, so why am I the only one with a gun? What What's up with that? And she's like, mm, I don't need one. Uh, and usually when we find more of them, they're destroyed, because they're hundreds of years old, when was this for? Yeah, don't worry about it. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but uh, she's like, yeah, it's probably a good idea. I should keep an eye out. But uh, yeah, not not an immediate concern. We have never met another person. So um, so as they are out scavenging, they're looking for supplies since they just had their last can of soup. Um yeah, for as segmented as the show is, I love that there is just a through line of, yeah, all of this is happening in sequence. They are segments. They're partially unrelated, but they're now starting segment two of like, well, we ate the last of our food. Naturally, we have to find some more. So mm-hmm. that that is nice compared to just, yeah, that was a segment and you can forget about it immediately. Canonically, it doesn't matter if it happened or not. Mm. Um the through line is they're trying to survive. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, uh, uh, they uh, just stumble into a lot of like military uh, stuff. They find a tank, and you is like, "Hmm, can we eat that? How good do you think that tank tastes?" <laughs> uh, and uh, yeah, uh, as they go through, they keep talking about like, "Oh yeah, there's so little food around, but so much military tech." What a weird concept that people would put money into military funding and not food. Hmm. <laughs> That's crazy. 
just just the idle chit chat of uh, two scamps on the road. <laughs> um, uh, and as they go through, still still uh, uh, just chatting about stuff, they find a plane. Uh, so they have to go in and investigate. Uh, you was like, oh yeah, flying. That sounds great. Oh, I wish I was up in the air. And she's like, nope, not for me. <laughs> Uh, but we'll go see what's inside. Uh, so they continue talking about like the silliness of war and uh, the squabbling over resources and like why would people fight? Just that sort of early. Eh, it's episode one. We need to set dress. War is stupid. Cool. Um, so as they go through this plane, you just finds a minigun. <laughs> it's like oh, this thing <laughs> rules. Hell yeah. She's like yeah, put it down. <laughs> Uh, and as they go through stuff, they, uh, see a bunch of explosives and she is like, Hmm, just a bunch of C4. That seems like a good idea. If we have any like cave-ins or have to like navigate, uh, breaking through walls and that sort of stuff. Uh, so stashes that and next to it, they find ooh, a big crate of rations. Uh, this is yeah. a jackpot. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they take them all. Um, then they go out and they're like, yeah, let, this thing probably can still fly, right? Let's try it. So they climb up on the propeller and try to get it to spin. It's not budging and the, uh, they're really high up, so Chi is a little nervous. Uh, but they get it to spin and, of course, they fall off of it. Just a fun fun little moment. Romps. <laughs> so uh, they finally dig into one of the rations. Uh, they start... Uh, they're like, ooh, this one's chocolate flavor. Cool. Uh, and as they're going through it, they're uh, breaking apart the pieces. And she's like, oh, there's five pieces here. A little uneven, but we can split the last one. Uh, but you grabs it and then grabs her gun and points it at Chi. Wild. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very just unexpected. R- unhinged. Yeah, really unhinged, really unexpected. Uh, just such a cute, friendly dynamic between the two of them. Uh, but then at this point, she is like, ah, so this is why I should have a gun, huh? <laughs> Chocolate's uh, the root of all evil. It corrupts people. Mm-hmm. Yes, ah, the chocolate wars. <laughs> That's how this all <laughs> went down. Um, so, of course, she's like, all right, you make a good point. I should find a weapon. Uh, now let's go about splitting a, splitting that thing, right? And you just sticks the whole piece in her mouth and just eats it all. And she is like, you motherfucker, and then just <laughs> tackles her and starts punching her in the face and is like, you stupid idiot. You you made your point. You didn't have to actually eat it and fighting. And hey, it's like they're, they're describing why wars happen of like fighting over these resources. It's, it's just a fun little tableau. Um, <laughs> uh, uh. But yeah, uh, uh, they they turn it into light bickering and just like, oh, you dumb idiot, uh, you almost shot me, oh, you silly, silly head, <laughs> you almost killed me for a piece of chocolate flavored rations. Hilarious. <laughs> it wasn't even real chocolate. <laughs> uh, so yeah, they're exhausted after the fight. She's pissed, but you is tickled. Like, ah, oh, yeah, I got away with it. I got extra <laughs> dinner. Uh. Yeah, and then the credits start rolling, and they're discussing eating snow and being like, yeah, it, it'd suck if we got to that point of, like, that's the only food we have, just, like, eating snow directly. 
And then they start trying it, and they're like, eh, yeah, this kind of sucks. And then they keep wrestling and all that. And yeah, that's where we end episode one. Mm-hmm. Disclosure, don't eat snow. It'll yeah. lower your body temperature and risk hypothermia. Mm-hmm. Oh, there you go. It's also like clings to like dust, so it's not the cleanest source of water. You gotta boil it. That's first. true. Yeah. We teach you survival skills here at Are We There Yet? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have all the snow tips from Sunny. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I haven't seen snow in a decade. <laughs> uh, so, in episode two, they're traveling through the snowy landscape. You has been making snowballs. Uh, she just casually asks you where they are. She's like, I don't know. Uh, and they need to find somewhere to stay because it's so cold. Uh, then you suggest that they're already dead and, like, in purgatory. And she is like, hey, don't say that. That's not a fun thing to say. <laughs> we, we had that last week with Sonny Boy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and she asks her to stop making snowballs because she's been stacking them on Cheesehead. Just making uh, a little snowman. <laughs> yeah. It's <laughs> like a bullet in for the nose. Very cute. <laughs> um, then you says the afterlife is supposed to be really warm. So Chi is like, well, then we're not dead yet. And then we get the opening. I was shocked there was an opening. I really liked it. Very Vocaloid E. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Both the song and the visuals. With a lot of openings for shows, it kind of gives you like a, a foreshadowing of like what will be in the show. Like a lot of time it'll introduce like the other characters of the cast and stuff. And like you haven't seen them yet. This one gives you nothing. There's absolutely nothing. It's fine. It's very cute and stuff too. But I'm just like, I still have no idea what this show's going to be about. Well, <laughs> like, yeah. dabbed. <laughs> They de- I, I took a screenshot of it. That's going to be the Facebook post. Perfect. <laughs> Send it to me. Um, so after the opening, their vehicle is getting covered in snow and they've got to find somewhere to rest soon. Uh, Chi is drifting off and like shakes herself awake and they find a building over in the distance. Uh, you asks what it might be. Chi says she doesn't know and that they should try to find a way in. Uh, she finds a sign, but she can't read it. She's like, oh, this is a really old place. I don't know how to get into it. Uh, then you finds a pipe that doesn't have any snow on it because it's hot. <gasps> so she shoots at it a few times and it breaks open and hot water comes pouring out. So they stand near it and warm themselves. Uh, you asks what they should do and they set up a little bath. They like cut open an old pipe and... Let the water fill the pipe. Nice. Out of, out of all the anime we've watched, I was least expecting a bathhouse episode from this show. <laughs> uh, DIY. Yeah. Um, so they get in. It's so nice. Chi asks when the last time they bathed was. You thinks they've only bathed twice since they left Grandpa's. So that's some lore. Hmm. Mm. Um. Uh, either way, however many times they've bathed, they're just very happy to be taking a bath. They say it's paradise, then discuss what paradise really means. Uh, it's the afterlife, they suppose, which they decide is bad luck to talk about after being, like, rejuvenated by this bath. Uh, and then, next segment. Uh, they're in a building, sitting near a fire, and she is writing in a journal and says that I don't, I think she's like writing it in the journal. They went in and blocked the entrance with snow. Um, she tells you to add more fuel to the fire and you complains that she has to do like the heavy lifting work. But she is like, well, you're like the strong one in this situation. From what I remember, you can't even read or write. And you was like, 
<laughs> I mean, you're right, but... <laughs> <laughs> you're correct, but also... Ugh. <laughs> um, you asks her what she's been writing, and she says she's been keeping a journal since they left. Memories fade, so they gotta write it down. And you is like, ah, I, I live in the moment. And she is like, hey, did we eat anything today? And you is like, I don't remember. Me in college. I'll remember this. I don't need to write it down. And God help me if I've survived that day. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chi talks about how amazing books are. They can learn about things that happened so long ago. Um, and you is like, oh, yeah, you read a lot of Grandpa's books before we left, but they had to burn them. Uh, but Chi kept four of them. Uh, she pulls one out of her bag, and you was like, oh, can I see it? And I was like, uh this is going to be another unhinged thing. <laughs> Here's the so, heavy lore drop. She, yeah, yeah she, she takes the book from you. No, you takes the book from Chi, and she is, you know, still talking about books or whatever. And you kind of flips through it and then throws it into the fire. And I was just like, she's either extremely stupid or like <laughs> a little like crazy because she pointed a gun at her friend, sister, at this point we don't know. Um, and now did this after you, after Chi was talking about how much she loves books and how useful they are. <laughs> she is either uh, wildly stupid or wildly devious. Yeah. Um, so Chi pulls it out of the fire and smacks you with it. She's yelling at her, saying that she needs to listen more and that books are important. Uh, you says that she's sorry and Chi calls her an idiot and she's going to bed. Leave me alone. Humph. Yeah. Uh, so you stays up sitting by the fire. She eyes the books in Chi's bag. She's like looking at her journals and she holds one like near the fire. And I was like, please don't do that. I, I was so scared. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it doesn't happen. And in the morning, you asks Chi if she's still mad. She says no. But you is like, I think you are. Um. They break down the snow barrier and see that the storm has cleared up. So they push the vehicle out. Um, Yu asks Chi again if she is mad. She says, no, it was just one book. At least we have my journals. Um, And then there was like a lingering shot of Yu's eyes. And I was like, oh, did she do it? I'm going to be really upset if she did it. Um, But no, Chi is looking at her journal, noticing Yu doodled something in it. She's like, what is this? And she's like, it's a drawing of you sleeping. And she's like, I don't look like that. And she's like, yes, you do. <laughs> um, and then they get on their way. And you says that she does want to draw some more, but she says they're low on paper, so she better not. We don't uh, have that much paper anymore because someone burnt it. Huh. <laughs> I mean, if they need to make a fire, paper is going to do the job. So, yeah, um, they're near this like body of water. Uh Kind of, I don't know what it is, like a like a aqueduct almost. Um, yeah. And they're talking about how nice it is outside. And Chi says something is coming soon. And just then, a bunch of water bursts out of some pipes into the aqueduct. Uh, and she says it's melted snow because it's getting a little warmer outside. Uh, so they need to go get some drinking water. They go down to the water on foot and they take off their shoes and wade in. Uh, it's very cold, but also very blue. Uh, and Chi tells you that they should wash where they watch where they walk because all that snow might have put something sharp in the water. 
And Yu tells her to look up because the sky is so blue. And she is like, I just told you not to. Also, we were talking about how blue the water is. It doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's reflecting I've, the sky. <laughs> I fully expected uh, you to just like slice her foot open on something like as she was saying that. Yeah. Yeah, this whole show is waiting for the other shoe to drop of like, they're going to get ambushed. Someone's going to just like shoot one of them in the face. And luckily, no. <laughs> <laughs> not yet. Not it's yet. Still time. Not, not yet. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So Chi does look up and she says it's a nice weather for uh, laundry. So Chi, they like take off their overclothes and Chi ties them together. She says in case they get washed away. And I was like, that's not right. Because <laughs> if one of them gets washed away, then the other one will also get washed away because they're tied together. Yeah. yeah just tie it to a fixed point. <laughs> yeah. What the heck. Um. But yeah, so they sit down, they're doing their laundry. You asks why the sky is blue. It's interesting. Their faces are very childish, but like, I I don't know how old they're supposed to be. Definitely not adults. Yeah. But yeah. maybe like teenagers. It It's hard to tell with them being like the only point of reference. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, definitely young. Yeah, but you just asks a lot of like, you know, childish questions. Like, why is the sky blue? Um, and she just tells her to wash her clothes and then explains that the sky is blue because it reflects the ocean. Yu asks what the ocean is and she is explaining when you see something, it starts running. So she comes back she found a fish. It's like a dead fish. Um, and Yu explains what it is saying that she thought humans were the only ones who are still around. <laughs> uh, yeah. And you says that they should eat it, but Chi isn't sure that it's a great idea. Uh, but she's like, maybe we can roast it. And in my head, I was thinking, like, I don't think you're supposed to eat an animal that's, like, already dead. Yeah. I think that's bad. Yep. <laughs> so that's, like, another thing where it's like, oh, they're talking about this thing. It's going to happen. Like, they're going to get sick. But mm. again, luckily, it doesn't happen. Um while it's roasting, they talk about fish and what it might be like when they move through the water. Uh, and then it's time to eat. And Yu takes the first bite and she says it's good. And Chi takes a bite too. She says she's never tasted anything like it. Uh, and then they're laying down, having eaten, and they're waiting for their clothes to dry. Yu says that the bones must feel refreshed. <laughs> and she is like, what do you mean? <laughs> the hell are you talking about? We have a lot of philosophical talks. What does that even mean? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just heard some words and then I put them together. <laughs> um, so she asks where it might have come from and she says she isn't sure. Um, and you says that maybe if they go up higher to a higher level, they'll find more fish. Um, so this is like the first indication that like, However this war happened, whatever happened before it, there are different layers of cities now. And there's just like this giant platform above them where there is like a more advanced, advanced city. Um, Once so, again, real made in the Vis vibes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and you was like, we should go up higher. We'll find more fish and we should eat them. Um, and then we get a close, a uh, closing. Why do I call it a closing? I <laughs> guess so. An ending. An ending video um and it's cool and sketchy it's nice mm -hmm. um and then there's just like this super super duper short literally a few seconds long after credit scene of them putting the bones in the water and saying goodbye <laughs> and i thought that was super cute 
Gotta give the random trash fish a proper burial, let's see. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I wasn't sure what the fish, because the fish is also very nondescript. It's like a mm. long egg, and it has yeah. a tail fin, and that's it. Like, it's white and, like, no real identifying features. And I wasn't sure, if, once again, if that was just, like, the style, like, you and she, or if that was, like, an indication of, like, yeah, something happened to this world and all the fish are kind of fucked, or, mm. like, what. Mm-hmm. But I was kind of like, huh, interesting. Mm-hmm. So then we move on to episode three. Starts off with the girls uh, driving around through the city. Now that they're on the surface, they're going through the city. It's all in the background of the last episode. And she asks, uh, why do you think people live? And you just bust her in the head with a rifle, like in her helmet. It's like, ow, what the hell? It's like, I don't know. I thought you were kind of going crazy. I wanted to kind of snap you out of it. It's like, the, the hell is wrong with you? No. <laughs> that is quite a question to ask to someone who... Uh you know, doesn't know what an ocean is. Yeah. <laughs> it's quite a big question for someone that's burning books. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and she just says, like, no, I was just wondering, like, we're always scraping by. We're always trying to find more food, more shelter, more water. We're trying to, you know, survive at all costs. We're trying to get as far as we can. But, like, that's it. There's no end goal for us. So, like, why do you think we do that? Why do you think we have that instinct? And as she's saying that, he's asleep in the back already. <laughs> and uh, while they're scouting, she says, uh, the tower they keep seeing is... What? Oh, the, there's a tower that they keep seeing as they're going around the city. And it's going up to a higher level. And that's kind of when the camera pans up and we see, like, there's a sky and clouds. But there is just this pillar that's going further up beyond all of that. And it's in, like, the middle of the city. Mm-hmm. Uh, and once we get, like, a panning shot of the city, we see there's a few of them. It actually looks like support beams, almost, of, like, an underground parking structure or something. Like, it's, there's quite a few of them. Mm-hmm. So it's like, oh, mystery. Mm-hmm. And as they're driving around, we see them driving, like, all, along a street. And then right next to them is just this giant ravine that's, like, down the middle of the city. Um, not, like, broken. Clearly, like, man-made. Like, a, it might have been, like, a river or something through the city. Uh, but because of it, they can't get across. And while they're looking, uh, Chi finds a lit cigarette. It's like, huh, <gasps> someone was here. And you point out, like, oh, it's <laughs> also footprints. Someone's nearby. They're fresh. And suddenly, Michael Bay movie, explosion out of nowhere. Because <laughs> uh, they got to hit the budget. nothing to happen in episodes one and two, this was the most thrilling plot advancement <laughs> I had ever seen to be like, holy shit, something's actually happening. God damn. Yeah, I mean, I was even excited just when they found the cigarette. I was like, oh. Ooh. It was like, oh, wow, okay. It's and happening. then imme- immediately follows up with an explosion that nearly takes them both out. <laughs> oh, no. uh, but, uh, yeah, it's the base of a building next to them explodes uh, and blowing out the bottom of the building the rest of it tumbles over and we see it collapsing in front of them and as the dust and debris and rubble are settling we see someone walking out of the smoke and they got like a hood over and they got these big goggles on and they've got this crazy box on their chest and stuff and they're walking out uh she calls out like hey who are you what what's happening where'd you come from and we see it's a man who takes off his goggles and immediately just starts coughing and he's like going into a coughing he's like oh i i haven't spoken in so long, <laughs> I wasn't prepared to talk. <laughs> I thought it was just, like, the dust and rubble around the building. I like the idea of, like, he probably hasn't spoken out loud in months. So his voice yeah. just, like, <laughs> deteriorated. I mean, I even think about that sometimes, like, you know, just being by myself. 
I'm just mm-hmm. like, damn, I haven't spoken in like a few hours. I wonder what it would be like if I hadn't spoken for, you know, like six months or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, even when I first moved to L.A., before I had a job and I didn't know anybody, <laughs> I'd be in my room. I wouldn't talk to my roommate. I can't do that. We did, went four years without doing that. Uh, but I'd go, I honestly would go like a week and a half or something without speaking out loud. <laughs> Cause I'm just like, ah, I had no one to talk to, but yeah, it does wear on you. It's a weird experience. Mm. Um, so yeah, the guy starts coughing. He's like, Oh, sorry. I wasn't, I wasn't ready to speak. Uh, Hey, I got this detonator here that I blew up the building with so I can make a bridge across for you guys. And I'm like, Oh, why? <laughs> Cause he, he does specifically say like, I did it for you. And I was kind of like, huh? Hmm. On edge. Suspicious. Uh, but he introduces himself as... <sighs> I, I have wrote it down. I'm looking at it. Is I can it read. It's Kanazawa. I just let okay. <laughs> my brain froze up. <laughs> but, <laughs> there's only three characters. But God oh, help Jim. me. God help me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yes, he introduces himself as Kanazawa. And he's like, I make maps around the city. It's like, oh, all right. Neat. <laughs> Weird hobby, but actually pretty useful. And uh, Yu's had her gun up on him the whole time, like, trained on, and she finally, like, lowers it. But not all the way. We we see them, like, talking and going around and stuff, and anytime he gets close, she still, like, reaches for it. Um, and he apologizes. He's like, oh, sorry, I almost caught you in the blast there. I, I didn't mean to. I was just trying to make the a bridge across, like, the chasm. And now we can just scale the building and go over top of it. I thought maybe they would just go through it. Maybe that would have been easier than, like, going all the way on top of this, like... It looks like it's like five fifty stories or fifty feet wide building. Like, mm-hmm. um, it's like yeah. Now we can just scale on top of it. And uh, she says like, sure, yeah, that'll be great. He's like, uh, can I ask you a favor though? And she's like, well, you did give us this bridge, so we wouldn't be able to get further without you. So yeah, okay. What's the favor? He's like, just give me a ride to the tower and drop me off at that entrance. That's all I need. He said sure, and he hops on. And uh, we we see for a while they have, like, a difficult time getting the motorbike, like, through this rubble on top of this building that was knocked on its side. Mm-hmm. So it's a lot of them, like, a lot of chi, like, maneuvering and getting on a certain spot. And uh, Kanazawa and you maneuvering the debris to kind of make, like, stairs, like a ramp for the bike to get over top of. Uh, Death Stranding is such a fun game. <laughs> <laughs> is it, though? Actually, yes, I loved it. Okay. <laughs> Um, and they finally get the bike on top of the building, and uh, they all hop into the bike and start driving. They're like, "Oh, do you introduce yourselves? We didn't introduce. We're yeah. Uh, God, I wrote down their full. I deleted it. Why did I delete it? It's uh, Yuri and Cheeto. Cheeto. God, how like could I said, get Cheeto. Come yeah. on, because my brain is mush. <laughs> I've been through a lot. <laughs> it's just slightly warm in my apartment, and my body is. Uh, retaliated by just shutting down entirely. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, yeah, so Yori and Shido are their full names. Uh, so they introduce themselves, uh, and we cut to them at like a fueling station. And they're like, oh, we haven't seen one of these in a while. That's good. We were almost out of fuel for the bike. Uh, and it was very handy. We were able to find it so quickly because of your maps. Kind of, I was like, yeah, it's, that's why you make maps. They're good. Uh, and while they're traveling, you points out that, uh, Oh, it's also while they're filling up, they're filling up, like, different uh, containers to then put into the bike instead of trying to wedge the bike up against the slot that's, like, 30 feet up that she's on top of. Um, And while they're there talking, taking a break, 
he points out they're like, yeah, there's a lot of like residential buildings like all around this like tower area, like less so further out we were at. And Kanazawa's like sort of speculating. He's like, yeah, well, like our ancestors didn't make this city. Best we can guess is that our ancestors found the city that were made by ancient humans, and they just like took it over or like started inhabiting it or squatting it, and then just sort of building upon it. But they weren't like the founders of this city. Oh. What? <laughs> Once he threw this out, I was like, what the hell are we talking of ancient? I mean, I guess that explains the towers and stuff. Um, this timeline was already fuzzy, and now you just made it much worse. <laughs> and he says, like, oh, yeah, I've mapped out most of this area. Like, I've, I've been traveling around here for a while on my own, so I got most of it mapped out, like, up till the tower. And that's why I want to kind of go up the tower to map out further above. And uh, he's like, oh, here, you want to look at my maps, you? As they're sitting on the back of the bike. Uh, bike. And as he's going to hand you the map, she warns him, he's like, careful, she burns people's stuff. And he like, quickly like pulls it back, like, oh, uh, in that case, I'll keep it to myself. Yeah. And she's like, I couldn't even imagine her just like getting a hold of it and then just letting it go. Yeah. Because of how like, whatever she is. <laughs> she's like, looks at it for a bit and then falls asleep while holding it and just drops it. And yeah. Like, Why? Why are you like this? Um. But yeah, he was kind of like like looking shy, like I wouldn't burn his maps, and it's like kind of being like you would if you got to that point that like if you were cold, you definitely burn. It's like maybe like <laughs> she's not denying it, um, and uh, he says like oh yeah no I I'm gonna hold on to these and not like you touch them because this is my life's work. If anything happened to them, I would die. And uh, as soon as he says that, he's like cool. Let's burn them. It's like, what? No. What? I just said, she's like, I wanted to see if you would actually die. And I couldn't tell if she she meant literally, like if she literally thinks he would just drop dead if anything happens to them, or if she was just trying to test his resolve about the maps. Because at this point, I don't know her level of intelligence. She's a little nuts. <laughs> a little bit. So In a fun, uh, charming way, though. Yeah. In a quirky, I have no one else here, I gotta put up with it way. Uh, And we see them get to the base of the tower. And Kanazawa's talking about how he plans plans to map out the higher levels. And that there's rumors that there's some sort of elevator inside of the tower. But no one's figured out either how to get in the tower or how to use the elevator once they're inside. So he's like, instead, our ancestors just built, like, scaffolding outside of the tower. And there's a lift we can use on the outside. And we see they eventually uh, walk around and find it. And while they're going up in the, like, scaffolding elevator, uh, you speculate, like, oh, maybe there's, maybe there's, like, a better life higher up. Maybe that's where the fish came from. And if that's where the fish came from, maybe there's, like, uh, cleaner water where the fish could live. And there's other animals and other people up there. And, you know, maybe it's just shit down here. And while she's doing this, the camera is kind of going crazy like panning around, like looking around the city with this like over you. And I was like, this, this is like the first time. It felt like I was getting vertigo from the camera and Maybe not like that's the, what they wanted, though. They were I don't know. pretty high up. <laughs> I, I got that. Feel it. <laughs> I got that. You could get that just from the height, but the camera was like jerking around and waiting. I was like, what the hell is happening? <laughs> um, and at this point, we see uh, in the elevator in the lift, she is, we got a little hint of it with the airplane. She is very much afraid of heights. And kind of as I was speculating, like, oh, yeah, I, I suppose, you know, the rumor has it is there are better resources up above at higher levels and stuff. Um, you know, that's how they're able to achieve so much even just down here. And uh, while he's talking, 
uh, you is uh, trying to reassure she like no that's safe look how high we're up like we already made it this far elevator's fine don't have to worry about it and she's like yeah i'm just scared in case like the like lift starts tilting or like falls off or the ropes break or something it's like nah nothing like that will happen and then it happens immediately Um, (laughs) yeah they see like one of the cords that's pulling it up gets like caught on something and jerks down and like loses tension for a bit so uh half the lift like dips a good amount you know everyone panics like oh fuck Terrible. Stopped. Hate it. <laughs> I've also had friends who are like, I'm scared of elevators. And I one time I got into the elevator, I'm like, there's nothing to be afraid of. I'm like, what's the worst that could happen? And as soon as I got in the elevator, an alarm started going off. I'm like, I get it now. I get the terror. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's a I, it's a valid fear. First time I got stuck in an elevator was at a hospital. First time. Uh, which seems like a really bad place for an elevator to stop working. Uh-huh. <laughs> Yeah, and then in my uh, uh, a recent apartment building, I got stuck in the elevator and was like, fuck. But it was as the guy was there to work on the elevators, he was like, oh, yeah, I just put it back into service for a test run. Obviously not going great, so I'm working <laughs> on it. Thanks. <laughs> Thank you. It's like, I've fuck. never uh, been stuck in an elevator, but I am afraid of heights, so this is uh, <laughs> not fun. Yep. No thanks. And so the lift tilts. Uh, but it stops and everyone like gains their balance. We're like, all right, we're good. And like while they're recovering, she opens her eyes and notices just the bag of uh, Kanazawa's maps sliding. It's like, oh, I was. That's probably. And then it falls off. I was so like upset as I saw it sliding. I was like, is that his maps? <gasps> That's his maps. Somebody, wait, no. <laughs> I I saw it sliding. I was like, you have like five resources it doesn't matter what that is just grab it yeah like, you don't have anything Gee, you can just lose reach out please you're supposed to be the smart one <laughs> and yeah we see his bag uh full of maps go tumbling over and he goes diving out after him uh without a second hesitation uh, and the girls grab kanazawa and he just shy just short of getting the bag mm. and it goes and we just see all the maps scattering to the winds across the city no. And he's just hanging there being like, you can let me go. That's fine. <laughs> and for a split second. Just drop me. Yeah, for a split second, I wondered if you was actually going to let him go. <laughs> I thought, again, like, again, we're just waiting for something to happen. I thought he yeah. was just going to fall. Like, they wouldn't grab him. Yeah, yeah. And it would just be this moment of, like, wow. Like, he did, you know, he died for those maps. <laughs> Made in Abyss has hurt us, and we're scared to open up again. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, so they pull him back up. They fix the uh, slack uh, that was on the lift that got stuck. And he's just in a full depression spiral. Like, what what am I going to do now? That was my life's work. And I was like, you know what? Fair. It it just happened. He's going through a lot. Mm -hmm. Uh, And uh, we see that as it gets to nightfall, they're able to make it up to the top of the tower, or at least... I'm not sure if it's the top of the tower or just top of the lift, and like there's still more tower, uh, but they get to the top of the lift. So they're able to get out, and they're overlooking the city, and they see like all the street lights coming on, uh, and in the far distance, they see like a very bright light, like a bright orb or something, like just on the horizon. They're like, huh, I wonder what that is. Like, uh, and the whole time, Kanazawa's still super bummed out, and he's just kind of like sitting on the ground, just like uh, spiraling. And Yu comes over and gives them some of the rations that they have to cheer him up. Mm-hmm. She says, uh, sometimes you don't always need a reason to live. Sometimes you just need nice things. You know, you don't need to have 
Like, I'm, I, you know, I have to have a goal. Like, I'm going to map out this whole city, and that's going to be my life. It's like, sometimes you just live, man. Sometimes you just go through life, and yeah. that's all you need. Yeah. And uh, so she sh- uh, shares the food with him, and then uh, she sits down with him, and then she sits down next to her and snaps one of the ration parts in half and gives it to you. So they all just have a little quiet moment, just enjoying, enjoying a little meal. And he thanks him for it. Uh, and then they get back up, and he goes, all right. Well, you brought me to the entrance. That's all I needed. Time to head our own separate ways. First, let me give you a look. Let me pay you back for the food for helping me out this far. Uh, and he gives him a camera. He's like, this will help you take pictures of stuff and help with the memories to keep them locked in. That way you don't have to write it all down. Mm. He says, all right, that, I'm going to head north. I'm like, well, what are you going to do? I was like, I'm going to start mapping again. It's all I know. <laughs> it's all I got. It's my whole deal. And uh, the girls are like, all right. And they say their goodbye. And they say, oh, time to head to that big bright spot in the distance. Don't know what the fuck that is. Time to figure that out. And that's it. We get the credits. And the little short after credit scene is just Kanazawa, like, walking around by himself. And I'm like, huh, wonder if I can make it on foot. And that's episode three. Yeah. Me. Whew. Yes. What a time. This was so chill. This, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know what I was expecting. I was like... Post-apocalyptic, but chill? How chill can it really be? The answer is extremely chill. Very chill. <laughs> we were just tense from like our own paranoia, but nothing actually in the show. Mm-hmm. Mm. Our inherent distrust of the medium. Uh, to be <laughs> you, you have to punish these girls having a good time somehow. So. There's going to be something. Uh, I yeah. mean, yeah. I certainly yeah. expected... Oh, sorry, God. Oh, no, go for it. I certainly expected like... A war, like, like when I first looked up the show, it was like Girls' Last Tour. I was like, ah, there's still going to be an active war going on. So I was expecting mm-hmm. like an enemy insurgent popping out somewhere. So I was always tense with that. But yeah, it looks like it's after the war, like after, like Fallout, after the bombs drop, after the war ended. It's just like it's just people surviving with whatever they can, but not a lot of people. Mm-hmm. At least three. There are unchill implications here, but the actual <laughs> vibe of the content of the narrative is very chill. <laughs> I really enjoyed it. I thought the I watched them all dubbed and I thought the performances were really great and I think mm-hmm. they, you know, they have to be because as <laughs> far as else. we know there are only 3 characters in this show and two of them are there all of the time. So they really got to carry it, and I think they did a really good job. And the writing is also good. The translation. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I liked I it a lot, it and, like, it's a fun twist on this chill girls doing Because <laughs> <laughs> it is a very unchill setting. It's a harsh, scary setting that you think anything could happen. Like, yeah, I think we are afraid just because of the shows we watched in the past, but in the same time, it's, like, warranted here. Yeah. So you are just like sitting there waiting for something terrible to happen, and so far nothing has. But I also so wouldn't be surprised if something did. And I don't know. It'd be nice if it didn't, but at the same time, I'd be like excited by it. So, like, yeah. there has to be setbacks. There has to be like possibly the bike breaking down at some point. Like, there's gonna yeah. be strife that they have to go through. But Mm -hmm. I doubt we're going to get like, oh, no, you died in a surprise uh, minefield. Like that sort of left field like tragedy uh, Mm -hmm. doesn't seem like it's going to come. But something they're going to have problems. So it's it's sort of that like, 
yeah, managing resources, that Oregon trail of like, yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens after this next little bit. But, uh, things seem chill so far. Yeah. So far. The upper levels have a lot of implication or like a lot of like, that's where all the conflict's going to be like. I'm thinking they go further, they find more people, they find, like, a civilization. It's like, uh-oh, now here's the conflict of they have to either work with these cannibals or get away from them or something like that. Or they find a functioning society, but they're all dicks or something. Like, mm. But it's, it's, that's just going off of previous expectations set by other animes rather mm. than specifically just this one. Yeah. yeah. And I think Paul and I just watched Mad Max Fury Road again recently. And that's a movie that does a very good job of showing as opposed to telling, but it's, you know, it's all there. Like you understand Mm -hmm. what's happening. Mm -hmm. And I feel like in this show, there are moments where, you know, like Kanazawa was explaining some stuff, but for the most part, just like, you know, seeing those pillars and that they are supporting an upper level, all they have to say is, oh, we're going to go to the upper level and maybe things are better up there because they were better before, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. I think it does a really good job. Of storytelling, subtly. Yeah, we never got that heavy info dump of like, well, the ancient society that built all these. It's like, oh, oh, god, please stop. <laughs> it's more like, huh, wonder what's up there. Well, Maybe I we'll found find a pamphlet out. that explains exactly how this yeah. war came to be. <laughs> so sounds like we barred there. Yeah, shit. We bar there now. We bar. <laughs> we we be there. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, but yeah, just a chill fun time. So what what chill fun time are we going to have next week? Ah, I'll tell you. I don't know how chill it is or fun, but we'll find out. Um, we're going to watch Kakuryo, a bed and, breakf- <laughs> bed and breakfast for spirits. Oh. Which sounds cute. If this isn't chill or fun, I will be very surprised by that title. <laughs> Oh, all the all the ghosts are of serial killers. That's what they. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's what, just a, a leader. what a joy! What a time that would be. <laughs> if you have a serial killer, and uh, I no. always try to do like a fun transition, but after a joke of like, no, that's a, exactly the type <laughs> we don't of anime we aren't looking for. Uh, <laughs> yeah, if there's a show that you like, but don't mind us roasting if we don't like it. <laughs> recommendations to us our email is arewebthereyet at gmail.com or you can reach out to us on twitter or instagram at arewebthereyet on both you can find me on twitter and instagram at mr patrick dugan you can find me on instagram at honey period d on twitter at honey d8 and honey d art and honey is spelled h-u-n-n-i-e you can find me on twitter at abts brendan that's it i don't do much else sick Thank you to Camille Ruley for our artwork, and thank you to Louis Zong for our theme song stories. You can find all of Louis's music at louisong.bandcamp.com. Thank you, and we hope you'll join us next week as we learn to live with anime. We built this city. Built this city, city on rock and roll. <laughs> I don't know why we did that. <laughs> <laughs>